0: our friends and they my things when we're dead we'll we'll the boys cast with ryan long first podcast exclusively for the boys we're done talking about viral videos we're getting back to basics your girlfriend's a bitch she's a bitch your sister's a bitch she's against you her mom's trying to take you down you can't trust any of them they're a bunch of liars and cheats. Boys, 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 we're back to basics over here. I don't want to hear anything else about videos. Uh, the one funny thing I will say is in the last week I've had a lot of people message me and they go, you know, how can I invest? I want to be like an investor. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy with some money to throw around and I want to get involved in the Ryan Long business. I go, invest in what? What are you investing in? My SpongeBob costume? What would I possibly need your money for? Uh, yeah, I'm buying a costume for $45. Can you send me that? And then you can own the revenue that I get from YouTube. What are we investing in? You want to bring coffees to the set? Yeah, I guess you can buy us lunch. I don't know. My BuzzFeed subscription for $20 a month? Is that what you're investing in? My website fees? My $100 a year that I pay to keep my website up? Please send me some money. No. The only thing maybe you can invest in is my presidential campaign, First President for the Boys, exclusively. Girls will be paying for everything. That is the full, that is the platform, and you can pay me. And then you might say, "Well, you're not even American. How are you going to run for president?" Yeah, that's something that you have to figure out if you want to invest me. Invest in your time of figuring out how me and Arnold Schwarzenegger can run. You know, the system's keeping us down. There's your task. Come to me with solutions. I don't need your money. Hey, I have a a bunch of cash. I go, for what? I'm podcasting and making YouTube videos. Uh, Are you going to pay for my Uber to my stand-up set at The Stand, which is walking distance? No, thank you. It does nothing for me. But if you figure out my presidential campaign run for the publicity stunt... Then we can, then maybe you have something to talk about. I could be like Kanye West, who stole my idea. I don't know if any of you guys watch this, but Kanye West watches the boys cast and he saw that. He goes, I want to be for the boys. I'll run for president. It's taken Kanye. Watching Kanye West is like watching a high school girl that, or someone that just went to first year university and you're watching them go through all of their college girl phases in real time. Kanye West is going through his ideological changes in real time. I know five people that are 20 years old that are as crazy as Kanye West and they go every new day. They've got a new identity. Maybe I'm a Trump. Maybe I'm a Trump guy today. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't like Trump. Uh, maybe this is And he's just, it's like little bits of what people have saying on radio for years. And he goes, this guy's making a good point. I'll go all in on that. That'll be my entire identity. Like when, uh, like he's done with art, which actually is fine. When but they're like, oh, oh, we're gonna do auto tune. He's like, loud and clear. Here's an entire auto tune album. People are like. Honestly, this Trump uh, movement's got a lot of uh, momentum. And he goes, I gotcha. One mega hat, please. He is shifting his ideologies like a girl who just read the Communist Manifesto and she needs to tell you about it. I guess it's working for publicity. You know, he probably gets a lot of buzz for his albums. But other than that, it's pretty annoying. Even Elon Musk is like, let's hang out with Kanye. And then he read Kanye's platform and he goes, yeah, it sounds like Kanye West is a crazy person. By the way, Elon Musk... Get your household in order. I feel like Elon Musk needs to listen to the boys' cast. He's, you know, Elon Musk is posting all this wild sh- stuff on Twitter being, you know, hey, check it out, pronouns suck or whatever. He based, Elon. Elon's being Based. And then his girlfriend or wife or what I don't know, whatever it is, Grimes, which I've been saying forever that I don't think that Elon Musk can handle that. He's running companies, he's trying to go to the moon, and then he's got some socialite girlfriend that he's gotta go and be seen, take pictures, and walk red carpets with. I don't think Elon has it in him to handle that. I feel like some of my buddies who were like pussy crusher dudes that know that are good with women, I feel like they'd have trouble handling, you know, a chick like that that is a handful. And I'm not saying if you want to be the guy. I've been the guy that dated a handful. But... And there's benefits of having a handful. But, you know, not that many. But, I mean, it's kind of a cool to walk around with a handful sometimes. It's like... An, the handful girlfriend is definitely straight up to, like, look cool. It's the way you show up with, you know... You ball out with money. You've got this girlfriend that looks like high maintenance. You're like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to handle this shit. But I'm a cool guy with a hot girlfriend with a $7,000 purse. And you... <laughs> so the Elon Musk he's not cut out for that world. he's a tech nerd he's a you know he's got cool opinions and he's a really smart dude and he's a in uh visionary or whatever you want to say. but I don't think he can handle a pop star girlfriend that was the oldest the oldest saying in the book is how do you how how does a female singer turn a light bulb or screw in a light bulb? You guys know the joke. He puts says uh, it takes one girl. How many female singers did it take one to hold the light bulb and the world to revolve around her? And Elon Musk is not a guy that has the cojones or the experience handling that kind of stuff. In my opinion, I think it's taken his toll. And she writes on his, you know, she writes on his um, on Twitter. She goes, "I need you to stop saying this. I can't support hate." It's like rule one is like, don't 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 make me look stupid in public. Okay. You know, when we're in private, it's whatever. Don't don't make me look dumb. And now you got your girlfriend in front of seven million people saying you're hateful. Come on, come on, Elon. You can't be saying that. Yuck. No, thank you. So if I was Elon, I would drop Grimes like a bag of dirt and get a, a normal girlfriend that's more Elon Musk style suited. You know what I mean? Like Elon Musk would be better with a girl that like just got hot. She's got some money and she's like an eight, not like a famous chick that's an eight that th- or whatever she is, but that probably thinks she's hotter than she is because her whole life has been telling everyone how great she is and how important she is. That is not for him. I've been trying to be more fit. I I I got to stop doing uh, appearances. It's it's taken over my life. I'm trying to make videos. I got I got, I'm doing all these appearances. Uh, My efficiency, this is, this is how it's, I try to be efficient. So, you know, I'm like a make list like a chick and I looked at my list and I had a knot in my running shoe and I wrote on my list, take the knot out of your shoe. And I was like, I got to take this knot out. And I was like, I'll put that on my to-do list. And I was like, yeah, I think we're micromanaging this a little too much where I have a note to take my, my knot out of my shoe. This is what I want to talk about this week. So I've done all of these. Uh, appearances and all this stuff. And the number one thing that everyone talks about, whether they're, you know, whether it's on Twitter, whether they're yelling at me on the thing, whether they like me is which side are you on? Everyone wants to know. It's the big question. And it's that thing. You can't be racist. You got to be anti-racist, whatever that really means. And it's all of this stuff where their number one thing is it used to be fine where people go. I don't know, I'm not really into politics. And they go, no, 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 no. You're with us or against us. Where do you stand? And I've been saying that I'm not in the game. Obviously, I, I have a, a fundamental philosophy, but for one, the reason I'm I'm hesitant to say I'm on the left or I'm on the right is because those words change every two fucking seconds. You say, if, if, if you were on the left, your position was you were against gay marriage in America f- 10 years ago or whatever it was and the, it changes every two seconds and then people take control of those words so I don't like other people to have control of my identity so they can use that against me and when the problem is when you say I'm not really on your team what they they interpret that as oh you're trying to say you're a centrist I go no 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 I know that you're trying to pinpoint me again i might what i'm actually saying is that you are two people i'm in we're in a classroom and you guys are arguing over who gets to be the teacher and i would like to be the kid at the class making fun of you that's what i think that i'm doing i'm not playing this game so and then they go oh centrist and you go and then then i've heard all this stuff and so i have some articles about they go there's a rise of centrism in the country and you go there isn't a rise of centrism. What's happening is that you've told people they have to pick a side and they go, oh, I guess I'll say I'm in the center. At least that is that okay? can I say that? And they go, yeah, 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 you can, uh, you can say that. And now we go, yeah, but you're still bad. But people are just trying to pick words to define how they see themselves already. They go, I guess that'll work. And they say, you have to do this one because you're choosing between two evils. Well, people actually aren't choosing between two evils for the most part. A lot of people are choosing, which is less crazy. And you're doing a pretty good job of convincing them. It's you. They go, oh, one side likes to do this and one side... No, no. What's happening is you guys are acting like psychopaths and anyone that says they're on their team, you give them a big, long laundry list of things they need to think and they go, well, I don't want to do that, so I guess maybe I'll be on the other side if these are my two options. I've even had these, some of these like right-wing commentator guys that you know are on... Uh, whatever the stations are, from Daily Wire, to, uh, you you actually meet them and you're like, this guy's just like a bro. I was th- I was doing some of these shows, these and this guys, you know, you see them on t- on on TV or whatever, and they're all serious, like uh you know the the left is the thing and this is why the right is so good and we and they're and you know they're very serious because they're political commentators which is a job I would not want to have a pundit if you will but then you talk to them after and they're like yeah yeah, I just met this chick on hinge and blah blah <laughs> they're like bros it's just a dude that wanted to be in the you know wanted to be on TV in the commentating game and he's like well I can't be that because they kick him out but how does it how much does it show you who's in power and then when they say we're speaking truth to power we go, ah oh, these these like right wing guys we're speaking truth to power Trump and you go okay if there was, if you picture it like two clubs we have a you know two nightclubs if you will before those were shut down and didn't exist. what happens was, you would have these two clubs and which one's doing better the club that's saying like oh it's very exclusive we have a dress code that you need we have a speech code that you need here's all of the things that you have to think if you want to be part of this oh and we're kicking this guy out the bouncers are kicking people out right and left they go this guy's out this guy's out this guy's out that's the what's happening on the left wing club on the right wing club you have everyone being like hey dude here's like a coupon to be in here's this all those all the intellectual commentators on rogan The guys are like Bernie guys. They swear up and down. They go, no, we like Bernie. I'm for socialized healthcare. They're they're begging people to accept them into this club. And then they go, no, 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 no. You are a Ben Shapiro. That's what you are. And they go, no, 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 no. So when you want to talk about who's in power, and when you want to talk about the idea of truth to power... The powerful club is the one that's so exclusive that they're kicking everyone out. Not the one that's like, please, please, please come over here. If you're a new religion, what's going to be the more powerful religion? The one that's like, you know, charging entrance or the one that's like coming to your house, begging you to join. So you tell me which of those two things is the power. That's the first reason they do it. And the second reason uh, that adds to it is the left wing wants you to be on the right wing because they've made that a derogatory term in their thing so then they can use it against you and be like, this guy's right wing yeah can you believe that the same way that if you were doing a comedy club and there was the exclusive club they're like we're the we're the comedy seller you know what i mean we're the cool club and then someone else is like oh i couldn't get in there so i'll go play at broadway because they accept me and they go can you that guy's like a broadway comic like don't trust him that guy's a, so they get they kick you out and then they use where you go as a derogatory towards you and you don't even have to go there you just have to not be in their club you're like oh that's probably a broadway guy he's not even there he's just outside of your club so that's what these people are doing right now. And then they write these articles about people that basically accept said, we're not going to do this dogma. Yeah, no, thank you. And this is what Vice said. This is what they said. They go, why centrists love compromise so much and the problem with balance. The <laughs> Heaven forbid a, a human being just says, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the middle, I guess. And they go, statements such as women have it tough, but so do men. And this is someone, they basically what they're saying is, you know, You say that I'm out here being an activist, and people are saying that I'm a centrist, I see both sides, and they're saying, well, you might as well put the devil horns on because you're the devil, pal. We're in the good club, and if you're not with us, you're against us. Statements such as women have it tough, but so do men, or this celebrity might've killed some people, but they've also done monumental charity work are some examples. Now, the answer to that question is how many times do we have to hear that women have it tough? I understand if you're hanging out with someone and they're your friend or someone that you're hanging out with in good faith, and they say, you know what? It's kind of annoying that as a woman, you know, when I'm doing stand-up comedy, audiences might be a little uh, apprehensive sometimes hearing me talk about sex where it seems like guys, and they, you know, I don't even know if that's true, but, and if that's your friend, you might say, yeah, I could, might be able to see, you know, but, but if that's the 20th time you've heard it, if that's the 100th time you've heard it, if you turn on your TV and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's harder for women to do comedy, and then you turn on, you know, you go on your computer, and it's just, hard, hard for women, and you listen to TV and it goes, it's harder for women, you go, okay, by the way, there's harder thing for men too. So it's not that, yes, understood if someone says, oh, I have a legitimate gripe with what what I'm dealing with right now. And someone says, oh, actually, if you're always that person, yeah, of course, of course, that's annoying. But you don't get to rub that in people's faces 10,000 times. At one, at some point, people are going to say, yeah, but like also there's bad stuff here too. I can't just listen to you complain nonstop. Like, we're, people are allowed to criticize you. You know, people are allowed to criticize you. You're not just allowed to complain all day nonstop. You know, for the most part, people agree that if you have a friend that complains all the time, eventually that's got to stop or he's out, pal. Like, if Portlandia came out right now, they would be like, Fred Armisen is a Nazi. Because he's making fun of woke stuff. And you go, what's the difference? The fact that he proclaims himself as one? That he's, like, kind of a hipster? I'm kind of a friggin' hipster, bro, like you know, I'm friggin I don't. I don't, you know, I'm not, like, proud of it, but the truth is I've always been into kind of finding, like, a cool band that no one's heard of or whatever. I mean, that's if you want to say what hipster as its core really is, a guy that's into the stuff that no one's heard of and, oh, yeah, I found this new guy. Like, I'm kind of into that stuff. Once something gets really, really famous, a little part of my instinct is to, like, ah, I don't know if I'm into that guy anymore. So I get it, but because he's that, he's allowed to make fun of these people. If that came out right now, making fun of the feminist book, store he would be ballasted if that hasn't already happened after the fact so you don't get to have a pass for being criticized the new york times says centrists are the most hostile tell- to cen- the new york times says centrists are the most hostile tell to democracy this is another one they like to say they go democracy is the most important thing and democracy can suck my dick you know i don't give a shit about democracy you know yeah it might be the best system we have right now and i'm hate to be uh all uh the guy that you know references greek philosophy or whatever but it's like pretty commonly known that like Plato's Republic and all that stuff they basically said democracy was yeah it's like the best one after like authoritarianism or whatever but then you get to a more enlightened thing which more about individualism and freedom and a republic and what America actually is so when they say this like democracy so good and you go okay if you're saying centrists are the most hostile to democracy You are having a situation where two people are pretty polarized, you more polarized, and then people are saying, yeah, I don't love the idea of voting for one of these two people to rule me. You know, it's your mom and dad and dad's saying, Oh, if you come to my house, I'm going to beat you nonstop. Plus you need to be religious and all this stuff, but you know, you're going to have more freedom. And then maybe mom is like, listen, if you come to my house, you won't get beat. And I'm not saying the right wing's beating you or whatever. I'm just saying it's (laughs) it's just analogy. And the mom's like, Oh, if you come to my house, uh, what's going to happen at my house is you got to wear a helmet when you're skateboarding and you can't hang out with any kids that wear helmets. And if anyone tells you any Simpsons quotes, he's not allowed to hang out with you. And and then, yeah. And then you're like, I don't know. I don't think that I want to vote for this go, This guy hates democracy. You know, people don't want to vote. People, people actually get along pretty good when you're not trying to impose one of their ideals on everybody else. So yeah, no shit that people that don't sign up for your fucking thing aren't that stoked on a situation where they have to vote for, you know, the same way people have always said this, but it's like, you can picture up trillion examples where democracy is bad. You go, hey, there's 40 people here and we're going to vote to who gets to steal everyone else's money. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, there's five guys here and a girl. We're going to vote on who gets raped. Like just because you voted on it doesn't always make it great. It may be better than what happens, you know, before or what the vacuums were before that. But there is a, you know, that's what a constant, you know, I hate even when I start talking about constitutions and stuff like that. I feel like I don't know quite enough about to go on, but you guys know what I'm talking about it. I'm sure I have listeners that are smarter than me. I'll connect the dots. You put the words in, huh? So this is what they say. My research suggests my research on democracy that uh, across Europe and North America centrists are the least supportive of democracy the least committed to its institutions and the most supportive of authoritarianism you know what authoritarianism comes in countries where they are so sick of your shit they're willing to take the chance with a guy running them some guy says I'll be your ruler and it'll be better that's where it comes from when people are so mad with the two options and, and, and they can't vote for it one guy goes hey how about I just take over this country and it'll be better. And everyone's like, let's give it a try. So that's how that happens. If you actually were on a left wing and you say, I don't, you know, this is what I think. I think that we should have socialized health care, and I believe in whatever the other policies are. You're not num- the biggest thing that you should be concerned with is is getting rid of all of this culture war shit because no one wants it. It's like how alcohol and Alcoholics Anonymous. You have to be religious. You're like, why? Why can't I get? Why can't I be an alcoholic that doesn't want to be an alcoholic anymore without God getting involved? You're like, listen, not drinking is ninety nine percent God. And you're like, what? Well, then pass me my beer. That's the same thing. They go, hey, we think there should be social health care. And we want to tell you how to run your company, what you can tweet and you go, how are these two things related? So a little word of advice for why people don't like democracy is because you're cramming 10 trillion things in that people fucking hate. And that's why. Also, people are retarded, too. It's not like, you know, this. oh, well, everyone will vote. I think that was part of the thing, too, where you go, uh, well, everyone should be able to vote. And you're like, okay, I know five people specifically that are retarded, and they can also be swayed very easily and convinced into stuff. So, you know, and you're all lying and playing dirty tricks. So, you know, I don't really trust the vote that everyone's going to do, especially on the side where it's like, literally one side's like, hey, we'll give you free stuff. That's literally, it's a bribe. Yeah, Hey, 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 vote for us. We'll take Jeff Bezos' money and give it to you. And then you don't like that. And they're like, this guy hates democracy. What are you talking about? Because they want to control everything. This is what Vice also posted. Trump shared a COVID-19 video full of lies and misinformation. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Trump posted a video of some doctors, but not the conventional doctors, the bad boy doctors. You know, the doctors that... Doctors that don't play by the rules. Not your grandmother's doctors. These doctors have got some new scoop. They say something about COVID that you're not supposed to hear. I didn't watch the video, but I saw this article. And they say, Facebook took hours to remove the video, showing once again that the company simply cannot control the spread of disinformation on the network. Hours. So they still removed it. Trump posted a video. The president posted a video. Facebook took it down and you're writing an entire article being like, they didn't do it quick enough. You understand why people are like, what, what are you talking about? So if I run a company and you have a list of things, I need you to hire like this. I need you to post this. And you go, okay, fine. I'll do it. And then you do it and they go, took you long enough. Finally, nothing. And I go, I don't even get a, a thank you. No, you get yelled at even when you do participate. And I tell you, Zuckerberg's been a little more, he's been pushing it a little more. It seems like on Twitter, the Twitter guy seems like the biggest bitch of all the tech CEOs, if I was to say, because it feels like he's he's really got the you know the virus in his brain where he kind of really believes like we've got to use Twitter to take down the thing. I feel like Zuckerberg at least is like, let's make as much money as possible still. And he's like, I got to play this game to some degree. I could be wrong. This is my instinct based on nothing (laughs) that Zuckerberg like kind of is a little bit more a free speech guy, probably marginally than the the Twitter guy. That's what I think. Speaking of COVID, I was in a a Uber and I was listening. There was a black radio station on and they had a COVID ad and I was just like black shit Rules. They had a COVID ad and they managed to make that cool. Cause I've been listening to, you know, you hear them all the time. Everything being like it's white school, the ads where they go, you need to do this better. You know, you need to put a mask on. If you not, you're the devil, the black ad. It came on. It was like, yo y'all everybody we need to stick together we can do this you know put that mask on for your fellow brother you know we gotta do this we can come together as a team you know what i mean support getting our society back to normal so we can get back to having fun again and in the thing i'm like pull over i'm getting a mask (laughs) that's 90 percent of convincing people to do thing is just making it not suck what you want them to do you know, if you want people to come do something, make it not suck for them. If your girlfriend wants you to come hang out with her friends, the guilt trip isn't going to work that much because no one likes to be bullied around. But if she says, you know, so-and-so's boyfriend coming, you met him, he's a pretty cool guy. We're only going to be the favorite. That you make it not suck. That's what you do. And that's how you convince people to do anything. So black, black radio stations were, were definitely better at making wear a mask not suck. They're like, yo, all the cool kids are wearing masks. They made church cool. Dude, black culture made, made, made church cool. I, I used to do jokes about it, how the, the black churches are, you know, hallelujah, and the white ones are all like, hallelujah, and you're like, is it haunted in here? This is far less fun. So this is what they like to do right now. If they want to tell you what to think, and if you don't think it, they use racial guilt to try to to try to make you uh, change your opinion, and they do it to all different races. If you're black, they say you're not black for having thinking the wrong opinions. If you're not if you're Latino, they go, "Can you believe these Latinos?" and and then they can't, and then they are flabbergasted when when. People, they go, Latinos like Trump. How? And you go, why do you think? Because they don't want to be told what to do. And then if they don't follow your platform, you get mad at them. That's why I have this thing. It goes, this is Vox, they wrote. Why Latinos like Trump? So the implication is that it can't just be that they listen to his speeches and they like his policies and whatever reason. Why do they have the wrong opinions? How could... How could our, some of our precious people of color that we'd like to control, how could they have a different opinion? Well, that's no good. There must be an explanation. You're like, well, they just like them. Okay, so not that. Obviously, it ain't that. Let's dig a little deeper here. Are they stupid? No. They're sick of you. You're the reason. Like, the v- Vox Magazine should write it. it like Their article about why Latinos like Trump should be one paragraph. It's because of us and our shit that we're trying to force on people. So there you go. Despite sky-high unemployment, Trump's approval on the economy is still in positive terrain. I mean, there is a pandemic. So I think it's—I don't know how Trump's doing with the—I don't know. I'm sure the economy's in a bad place. But I think it's a little disingenuous to kind of not mention that people— There's, Yeah, the economy's doing really bad. Yeah, because everyone's been locked in our houses, and you've actually wanted more of that. So like it's Vox has articles being like we need to close businesses we need everyone in our houses and he's actually not been that much on that stuff he's you know whatever kind of back and forth he's been like a little bit of a bitch here and there but it's not like he's he's more for people being able to open up than you are and then you go he's he's the economy's so bad you're like yeah for from the times he's doing what you would like that's when it's bad and then they go. Biden has somewhat fallen short with Latinos relative to his rise among the white electorate. Yeah, and specialists think they know why. Ooh, Vox specialists. Love to hear what they have to say. Latinos don't have a strongly formed opinion of who Biden is, explains Stephanie Valencia, a co-founder of Equus Research. The other factor helping Trump among Hispanic male voters is that they are, earlier this spring, open to Trump's pitch that electoral attention should be focused on the economy rather than the coronavirus even though they're wrong, Latinas worry about Corona and Latinos worry about more about the economy. Yeah, no shit. Men are going to worry about safety less than Latinos. Yes, obviously. But the idea that when they say, you know, why can't we convince these people that their guy is bad? And what they say is, oh, it's just because they don't have the strongly enough informed opinion about Biden. Basically, what you're saying is, The propaganda wasn't strong enough. We haven't been able to give them a strong enough propaganda message. So I found an article that I think describes pretty good why most black dudes are kind of getting sick of all this woke shit. And brown, you know, when I say brown people, one of the things I mess up, because I always say like brown dudes. And what I mean is like in Indian, like Hindu dudes and stuff like that, because Toronto had a huge population of that. Like I used to do the Corner Comedy Club and it would just be like a a thing of like 30 like indian like finance bros solid culture very funny cool guys and i liked uh i always always liked doing performing for them and they i found that those guys hate this stuff especially like the feminism and stuff like that Whenever i go hard they're all like ooh, ooh, ooh. so when i'm talking about this stuff and you go why are why do we have these people that are not going with their narrative this is why so this is what this guy wrote this is a black dude you know That's all in on the woke stuff. And so he wrote this about black stuff. And then I'm going to explain to you why, you know, why people that aren't white probably don't want to be part of this. And it said, this is his thing. The black, the black male privilege checklist by Jewel, Jewel, Jewel or Jewel Woods. While it is understandable that black men are hesitant or reluctant to examine the concept of male privilege, the African-American community will never be able to overcome the serious issues that we face if black men do not confront our own role in promoting and sustaining male supremacist attitudes and actions. Out of the gate, what we have here, folks from the people that brought you male privilege the sequel blackmail privilege if you loved male privilege you're gonna absolutely love blackmail privilege and you you're telling these guys you're like you need to get on this thing and you're like oh yeah what's the what's the thing you're like we kind of hate white people and stuff like that and you're like all right I'm, I'm listening and we and basically it's like we're gonna the whole thing's to like help you and you're like i got it and you're like S- part two because you're a man you need to constant apology i'm out So can you imagine any black dude being like, oh yeah, give me a, it's, it's, it's a hundred, a hundred things you want every black dude right now to give, to give a hundred apologies. And basically all they did was take all the white male privilege stuff, but like repurpose it for black guys. This is who said, I offer this checklist based on years of experience working with men and the faith that we as men will far more have far more to gain than we have to lose by challenging the privileges that we take for granted. No, we don't. No one has more to gain by constantly getting all this stuff all over the place. And that's why boys of all colors are joining the boys movement. There's no left. There's no right. There's boys. And this is a list of things. And first of all, why not start with one thing? You know, if you say to someone, you go, hey, black dudes, we, you know, all all this. It's been great so far. We've, you know, we've been, we've been loving the, the, the white people are bad stuff. We've all been having a good time with that, but we know what, we're going to squeak one. in. I think one thing we should say is that maybe it's easier to be man for this one thing. Can we start there? This guy's like, also, here's a hundred things you need to apologize for. A hundred. Here, here we go. This is what black black men need to acknowledge. I don't have to choose my race over my sex in political matters. No one does. No one has to do that. You, you want them to do that. You... This kind of stuff wants people to say, uh, oh, I'm going to have a vote. Do you want to listen to speeches? No, I actually just look in the mirror. And then because I'm a woman and because I'm black, black go, but women are voting for this guy and black people are voting for this guy. Oh, no. What do I do? Why don't you just vote for who you want to? How about that? You don't have, no one has to choose on their race and sex to decide who they vote for. This is the problem. How do you not see, to back it up and be like, you know, remember how people are telling you have to vote because you're black? And you're like, yeah, love that. We should also have to do it for gender. He's like, no, 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 that's the problem, is people shouldn't have to do that. Two, when I read African American history textbooks, I will learn mainly about black men. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? When you read about most accomplishments, you're going to read about boys. Al Bundy, in the place to be. Your girlfriend's a bitch. Boys are back. When I learn about the civil rights movement and the black power movement, most of the leaders that I will learn about will be black men. What do you want to do about it? What do you want? What should they do? Do they need to erase Martin Luther King and put him get a girl in there? Is that what's happening? I mean, Black Lives Matter is run by uh, some chicks right now. I, I, do you think that, that black guys are liking it more? Or do you think they'd rather a guy in charge that didn't muddle it up and do a bunch of different things? I don't know. You tell me. I can be a part of the black liberation organization like Black Panther Party, where an out-rapist, Eldridge Cleaver, can assume a leadership position. I mean, anyone can. There's women that have boyfriends that were, like, outed racists. I mean, anyone can do that. That's a human position that has nothing to do with men or female. Why can't they do it? If, if you're saying they want to be in the Black Panther and you're like, but this guy's actually a bad guy. And you're like, well, easy for you to say you're a man. And you go, well, why? You could do it if you want. You're saying you choose not to. And you're citing your feminism as a reason. You don't think if you're saying this guy's like everyone hates him. You don't think there's men that can do that. Everyone can make their decisions on what they want to do. And you're like, no, you're a man. So you can actually hang out with rapists like anyone can do that. It has nothing to do with men and female. You're already at number three, and you're making people apologize for weird stuff. I will make more money than black women. Most of the national opinion framers in black America, uh, uh, including talk show hosts and politicians, are men. Yeah! Opinion framers are men. This guy, it sounds sometimes, too, in addition to sounding like racist, a lot of this stuff, when they're listing off things, it just sounds to me like a list of why dudes rule. (laughs) Like, imagine this was a list I wrote being like, this is why dudes rule. All of the people that are opinion framers are men. And so you're saying that basically they have to apologize because dudes are sick. I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of seeing what the problem is. And you go, well, then if you're a woman, you can be an opinion framer. There's plenty of women opinion framers. And you're like, but all the best ones are men. I go, you said it, not me, brother. It does definitely feel like all of these things are just pro dudes. Oh, yeah. Well, women are men are better at everything. They make better stuff. That's what you that's your male privilege. And you go or we're sick (laughs) your words, not mine. I appreciate. Yeah, thank you. We are sick. I I thank you very much for saying that. We are really good. Number Devin beauty. I do a number 12 beauty. I do not have to worry about the daily hassles of having my hair conforming to any standard image of beauty the way black women do. No one. Neither do you. You can be bald if you want to, and also if you, you know, a lot of black guys have like dreadlocks, and people say something like that. But if your point in general is that beauty is, uh, it's yeah, if you're if you're a woman, it counts more how um, it counts more how good you look. You're like, yeah, new shit. But to go back to your other one, you're like, women don't make as much money, and and they're not as opinion framers. Yeah, and that doesn't matter as much for them. You don't see the difference. So like in their own art. So you say, oh, men have, uh, you know, men make more money, but women have to look hotter. And you're like, and women don't have to make more money. You know, how often do you see a guy that's a bum, you know, just, but he's just good. He's like this good looking bum. And he's with some like billionaire chick. You see that with dudes all of the time. So yeah, that's the tug and pull. You don't have to, you got to put some eye shadow on sister, but that's just a male female thing. And that's just the way the structure structured. And you can also change that if you decide to, if women want to go, Hey, we should start caring about what men look like more. You know what I mean? We, we need to start dating bums that are good looking. Go do it. You're welcome to. And you're like, well, we don't want to, but we don't want you to either. Too bad. We do. We care how hot you are. And you're like, well, we care how hot guys are, but just not as much. All right. But we don't have a problem with it. You seem to have a problem with it. 13. I do not have to worry about the daily hassles of being terrorized by the fear of gaining weight. In fact, in many instances, bigger is better for my sex is that what you've experienced girls have been like "Ah, uh, this guy comes in and he's like how much do you weigh 200 pounds like yeah i need a 400 pound man what are you talking about bigger is better for dudes is that what your experience was in high school that the fat guy was crushing puss i mean i understand that you know if you're a woman it's just a beauty stuff but if women are like yeah if you get like really fat and you're like no one wants to fuck me if i'm really fat like guess what they'll fuck you I got news for you. If you're 400 pounds, there are 400 pound girls that have fucked a hundred guys. There ain't that many 400 pound dudes that have fucked a 400 that have fuck, fucked a hundred girls. So, if, I mean, you're, first of all, you're wrong. when it comes to just having sex with people on the regular, a girl that's 400 pounds could go on Tinder right now and find uh, I mean, especially we're talking about black dudes. Fellas, but yeah, they go, oh, women have to worry about putting on weight. Who doesn't worry? Who who doesn't worry about getting fat? No one wants to get fat. The guy in high school that was like super overweight. The guy in university, like that's the guy that everyone's like, buddy, yo, I saw you put on that extra thirty pounds. You're crushing it. It's preferable. You're the man. Oh, i been. Try- listen. I've been trying to get fat. I wish. You're just making stuff up. Okay, sex and sexuality. This guy's big into pornography. He's a lot of a lot of his and a lot of this stuff does feel like this guy is like some black dude and he started dating like some you know young white chick and she got him into all this stuff and she's like write some articles about (laughs) yo can you do what i'm doing but for black guys and he's like all right fine 12 okay i can purchase pornography that typically shows men defile women by the common practice of the money shot i love when they just include porn terms in their academic papers you know what i mean Cause you can see men do something called an Eiffel Tower, and you see them coming on her fat face, <laughs> whereas you can never see the opposite, and you have to put those words in an academic paper. Always makes me laugh. <laughs> I can believe that causing I can believe that causing pain during sex is connected with a woman's pleasure without even asking her. Is this like a? <laughs> by the way, I guess this is like a black guy. Is that a subtle, like, comment that you have a big dick? Is that what you're saying? You're like, us black guys, we get the privilege of thinking that really sticking it to the back of a girl's windpipe is good for her. Oh, blackmail privilege. We have the privilege of having a girl walking funny afterwards and we think she likes it. The privilege of when she sits down in her car after we have sex with her, she has to put one of those uh, inflatable tubes there because we just gave it to her so good. The privilege. To being a black man without even asking her if she wanted that machine gun dick that we provided her as black men. And you go, I don't think anyone in the world thinks that that's what a girl wants. Like he says, we think that it's connected with a woman's pleasure. I mean, every once in a while, you might want to give a little jab, you know what I mean, to let them know. But I don't think there's many guys there's like, what would you describe as good sex? Uh, I think good sex is when you jam the back of her vagina and it hurts for her, right? Boy, am I, no, I don't think anyone thinks that, so I don't know what you're talking about, and the truth is, probably there are some girls that do like it, I don't know, but for you to say that this is a male privilege, that we get to assume that girls like to be hurt during sex, there has been a bit of an epidemic of girls like to be choked and all that stuff, before you have sex with a girl, you need to get your OJ gloves out and strangle her with Isotonas, you know, every- (laughs) every cosmopolitan magazine or whatever the fuck said girls you got to get choked it's the best i know that your whole society is you got to be very dominant right now so in sex you're going to want some crazy wacky shit this is what you're going to want anytime you have sex with a new guy you're going to want him to pull out gloves and chicken wire and strangle you uh half to death and bury your body in the backyard because that's the only way you can come well, I guess what? You started that. That was you. So if there is an inkling right now that girls like to be hurt during sex, that's because of your blogs trying to be the wacky sex girls. If anything, girls are like clunkily. He's like, joke me, I guess. I don't, is that the thing? Is that what we do right now? I have the privilege of not wanting to be a virgin, but preferring that my wife or significant other is a virgin. This guy's projecting. If you want your wife to be a virgin, that's fine. I don't. I don't think I've no, never met someone that's like, I'm going to marry a virgin. I don't know what you're talking about. If you find that's the case, no black guys that I know have married a virgin. You know, what are you talking about? Is this your life? Where the, your entire life you go, I'm going to marry a virgin. And and then you, like, what black are you telling this to? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that is actually my plan is to have sex with 300 people and marry a virgin. What are you talking about? In general, I prefer being involved with younger women, socially and sexually. What a privilege. You could just say it the other way around. That if you're a woman, I have the privilege to be involved with older men. I have the privilege to be like a 22-year-old and date some rich 35-year-old, and it ain't that weird. You have the privilege to do that. All of this stuff is a list. They make a list of the differences between men and female, and they say them as if... They say them as if it's like something that you should be constantly apologizing for. And you can understand why you give your scripture to people and you say, hey, if you do, if you want to be like a Democrat, if you want to be like part of the good guys, here's your list of opinions. And then they're like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that and vote Trump. And then you're like, what? But why? (laughs) But why? You loved white privilege. Why not black male privilege? Come on, baby. This stuff's great. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. That sounds stupid. I don't want to say any of that stuff. I got to, oh, that's my privilege that I can date a younger chick. You can date a younger dude if you feel like it. You just don't want to. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's this idea that you want to do stuff and then you need society to applaud you for it. You go, you want to date a younger man and, and then you want everyone to be like, women want to date every, a younger man. They want everyone to be like, oh my God, that was so great that you did that. You know, no one cares. No one cares who you date. When you're out of high school, no one gives a shit. Your friends don't even care. Maybe in college. But like by the time you're an adult, no one's involved in who you're dating. They don't really give a shit. You know, you might hang out. But this for you to say that like, oh, I get to date a woman. Yeah. And she gets to date an older guy. That's the deal. I can use, oh, this is a good one. I can use language like boning, laying the pipe, hitting it and banging that convey images of sexual acts based on no- dominance and performance what a nerd i get to go i get to use words like bonin does he flag himself every time he uses the word bonin you know what i mean hey uh you know hey uh i took that girl home and uh boned her last night i go i am so sorry he goes <laughs> whoops, lashing himself in the back because he told his buddy he was laying pipe <laughs> Imagine living in this world where you think every time you tell your boy your boy you're like yo I fucking laid some pipe last night and then you go and then you got to go home and repent with 10 halberries man if i ever am in a group where someone's like oh yeah I like, I I boned my girl last night first of all you'd be like boned nice dude what are we in uh, grade 3 you going to pull your fingerboard out too cuz we're kids again you boned her did you but then and then on top of that someone in the group says hey Ryan, that's not cool, dude. That's really not cool. What do you want me to say? That she boned you. That's what you should be saying. Well, the reason the guy bones the girl is because the dick goes in the vagina. Huh? Well, you wouldn't be aware of that, whoever wrote this article. You're like, well, sometimes the dick goes in the vagina. Or sometimes she grabs uh, the chair and breaks off the leg and shoves it into my ass. Well, I read my own papers because that's the only way that I can come is reading my own paper is telling me why my race and gender or my my, my my gender is very, very problematic. That's what makes me come. I have easy access to pornography that involves virtually any category of sex. Men degrade women and often young women. This guy's really big on like the, you know, the pornography stuff that women shouldn't get degraded. And you go, well, I might have said this point before because this is like a hot one that they like to say. It's like, well, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is that that porn exists because women don't want to watch a porn with a guy on the ground where a bunch of girls are like slapping him. Cause they don't want a guy that's a bitch. And you know, some guys like to see a fucking woman in a submissive position, but the idea that this is a privilege, it's like, How about you could say everyone has the privilege to find the things that they want because the market dictates what they make. If there was a big cabal of women that wanted this type of porn, it would exist, but it doesn't. So it's not a privilege to be able to have the thing made. It's like men get the privilege of wearing triple XL sweaters. And you're like... Because they want them, you can wear that if you want, but you don't seem to want it. I think that there's probably more girls that like watching friggin' porn with the girl getting degraded. I can't imagine any girl I've ever met that would want to watch a porno where five like you know five big butch chicks walk in and they go oh 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 ready for your punishment, and the guy. I mean, there is some guys that like to do the whole ball gag in the mouth and the girl punishes them, but I don't think that there and there is porn that that exists but I don't think that there's a huge amount of people that watch it and even if there is it ain't women do you think that there's a ton of women out there that watch that guys ball gag in the mouth five girls slapping him he's he's, he puts mascara on just so he could cry it off (laughs) she's got her boob in his mouth choking him (laughs) she's choking on his boob and his clit and all that stuff and she's gagging I don't think anyone in the in the supposedly great female I don't I don't think anyone in the female gender would want to watch that as much as you think that they should basically what you're saying is like this is how society works and it's wrong loves pornography when i come with this another pornography he's obsessed this guy's a porn hound 27 i come from a tradition of humor that is based largely on insulting and disrespecting women especially mothers that one's sort of funny because it feels like if you were to say like uh Hey, let's make a list of stuff in the black community we're gonna complain about. You like how about all the yo mama jokes? <laughs> it's just funny when you if you're picking like a, a part of the black community and you're like, what about the like yo mama jokes are like a big. Well, but the reason is is because moms are the most important in that community. You know, like I always do the joke about how white people family doesn't matter. For a lot of ethnic people, your mom is like almost sacred. In a lot of different cultures, They're not just white, you know, Italian, but basically anyone with a culture, other than like you're you're just like standard, like European, no background white. They their moms are like super important. I mean, I'm not it's not my mom's not important, but not like you know, not held up on this pedestal where if anyone says anything about your mom, it's on site. That's how that is. If someone says, you know, it's like I always used to do the joke of like in a black community, it's like, yo, I fucked your mom. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? Where have you told me you fucked my mom? I go, oh shit, Brenda's getting dick, huh? Can I use this against her? Like in you no know, one, you just don't care as much about that sort of stuff. But you're like, that's not a degrading thing to women that when you someone says yo mama to them, it's it's not on either side. The it's the reason it, they're doing it is because that's the thing he cares about the most. So it's mean, and the reason he cares about it the most is because he puts her on like this pedestal as like the most important people in their life. That's why the old Bill Cosby joke that uh Carlos Mancilla stole or whatever. Whenever whenever no matter what, the dad could do whatever, but then you go to the thing and they thank their mom. That's what it is. You gotta call your mom. Like I'll go a lot of times without calling my dad, but you always make sure you gotta you gotta always call your mom. So it's a higher on the pedestal, and you go, "Can you believe that people make fun of your mom? <laughs> yo, mama jokes are a problem." The, I can't wait for this like to take off a little bit and see an article. The problem with yo mama, why yo mama jokes in the black community are problematic. This guy's got a good career advice, man. I could see him having his niche, like what he's doing right now. He could be the the black like you know problematic in the black guy shit. And I think he might have a little niche for some self advice. They should they should think about that since I've been fired. <clears throat> When I go to the movies, I know that most of the leads in black films are men. I also know that all of the action heroes in black film are men. This, some of these, he's just straight up repurposing. You know what I mean? Just replacing one word with the other. You know, there's not enough male action heroes. There's not enough black female or there's not a black. There's not, there's not enough black female. There's not enough female action stars. There's not enough black female action stars either. And you're like, I think they covered it. I don't even really know why you need to. Why you need to segregate it by race and say the exact same thing. And back to the original point, this sounds like a list of why dudes are sick. Why are dudes sick? Because all the action stars are men. Nice, dude. Yeah, we do rule. I come from, okay, many of my favorite movies include images of strength that do not include members of the opposite sex and are often based on violence. Can you imagine if we just said, because they go, okay, this is the option. He's like, so male privilege is you get to watch violence. And it's men doing the violence. That's the gist of this comment, right? And you go, what would you like, especially the bad guys, you go, yeah, but they're also killing men too. How easy would this to be flip if you were to say, this is why it's worse to be men, if you were to use your stupid ideology, you know, 20-year-old white chick ideology, what you would say was... If you, every movie I watch, I have to see men getting brutally murdered. I'm watching, I have to turn on my TV and seeing men murdered. I have to see all these I have to see all these men get, having gangs fist fight them and kill them. I have to see this man getting shaken down by the mafia. It's like, yeah, because the guys are doing it and the guys are the ones they're doing it to. They should say like, you're right, we're going to put more females in the movies, but only make them bad guys. How big of a how big of a sleight of hand was that? You're like, I agree. There needs to be more women in action stars. And from starting now, we are going to make at least 50% of action stars uh, be women, except only the bad guys. All of the good guys, like all of the villains are women and they're just getting like killed right and left. And you're like, what did you say? And you're like, no, we want to be the good guys. It's like, well, the good guy is already taken, but there's always a new bad guy. So that role is available to you. Uh, uh, uh. They're like, no you wouldn't take that you'd be like no we want to be in the movie and we don't want to be one of the ones being killed we want to be the ones doing the killing so every movie now is like women killing men is that the only acceptable form of cinema I have the privilege to define black women as having an attitude without referencing the range of attitudes that black women have I mean you can call someone having an attitude that's black guy why not you can't say that guy's got a bad attitude <sighs> Must be nice to tell someone they have a bad attitude. It's like, I mean, why can't you call out someone they have a bad attitude? Because I'm a woman. I, I've, I'm a mere woman. I don't have the privilege of calling someone a bad attitude. I will make significantly more money as a professional athlete than members of the opposite sex will. What do you want to do about it? What would you like to do? Make half the NBA women? Should Should Jeff Bezos just give him all his money? What do you want to do? What do you want us to do? Do you want an apology? Should every black guy go, I'm so sorry that I'm really good at sports. I'm so sorry that I'm going to make more than you because people want to watch me. Should, should artists have to apologize to small artists? Should the Rolling Stones have to constantly apologize to the band that's playing at Joe's Tavern right now? Like, I'm really sorry that we are crushing it and you suck. What do you want them to do about the fact that men like watching sports with the best and no one wants to watch women's basketball? What do you want them to do? You're just pointing this out and you go, you, I just want you to acknowledge it. And you're like, acknowledge, obviously. Yeah. We all know that men athletes make more money. It's like, yeah, but say it. And I go, say what? And you go, say that it's a privilege that your gender can make more money being an athlete. I go, I'm not a professional athlete. Okay. 500 men can make more money being professional athletes. Say you're sorry. no. No. How about, no, women can make more money being prostitutes. Should they constantly have to apologize for that? I am so sorry that my gender, even if they're not prostitutes, they go, I'm so, no, but I'm so sorry that I could be a prostitute. And you go, I, what, what are you talking about? And you're like, no, we just have to apologize for everything all the time that we have differences for. <laughs> In high school, girls are cheerleaders, more cheerleaders than male athletes, but there is no such role for males to cheerlead for women's athlete. Cheerlead for who? Their parents? Who are you cheerleading for? No one's watching. <laughs> that would be the worst. You go, no one first of all, like, I don't know who's watching other than parents. Like in, in the first of all, in Canada, where no one cares about sport teams like that, we don't have cheerleaders. The reason you have cheerleaders is because these football games are like big events and everyone goes to them. So they're entertaining the fans. The reason there's no cheerleader for the female is because there's no one to watch it. Who would want to be a cheerleader to be a cheerleader for three people? You'd be like, yeah, can I be a cheerleader for the people that watch? That's why there's male cheerleaders that also cheerlead for the male team because they want an audience to do their stupid cheerleading. I can spend endless hours watching sports TV and have it considered natural. Yeah, women don't watch TV. That's just guys. Like, yeah, my privilege to be watching TV. As a black dude, you should be apologizing for that. Women women don't get to watch sports and it's completely natural. Do you know that drivel that you guys watch? You get to read Vice Magazine and tell us why we're bad for hours and hours and hours and repost it. There's your privilege. You get to watch... I used to... My ex-girlfriend used to just watch Kardashian back to back to back. Okay. And I go, I can't believe that I don't have the privilege. She goes, you can sit down and watch it. I go, yeah, I'm good. So you, you can watch sports too. And also the funny part that like, that women don't watch sports. I know plenty, like, you know, my dad's new wife's big into sports. They have like Leafs season tickets and they, you know, well, they share them with a few people. They didn't go every game, but like, you know, they go like eight games a year or whatever. She loves it. She's got the Jersey on. She's like a big fan. She knows all the players You might be more into it than him. She's like a Leafs fan, Toronto be Leafs, Canada what? So the idea. You go, oh, women can't watch sports. And you go, your words, your words. If they want to watch sports, they can. 56, if I'm a coach, I can motivate, punish, or embarrass a player by saying the player looks like a girl. You're worse at sports. Deal with it. You know, I know it's a guy writing it and I keep talking to women, but I kind of consider guys like this one. It's like, you have nine things that are just men are better at sports. I don't know what to tell you. Like, how many times do we have to say, yeah... We're bigger and stronger and better at sports. You can't have nine things on your list. Like the black guys have to apologize for being good at sports. At some point, they're getting out of the game. I'm not going to do too many more because it's just the same thing over and over and over again. But the last one I'm going to go through on this is he says, In college, I will have the opportunity to date outside my race at a much higher rate than black women will. Like, uh, And then he goes, uh, in college, black male professors will be involved in interracial marriages at the much higher rates than the members of the opposite sex will. So I know uh, you can assume this guy, you know, works in a college or whatever. You know, he's got like college guy attitude. But the the funny part is this: this is like blackmail thing. It goes, in college, I will have the opportunity to date outside my race. You're like, okay, so black guys date white girls more. And you're like, you would have the opportunity to date white girls. Like, how racist that sounds. To be like, you have the opportunity to date these precious white girls where we have to date black girls. Like, what are you talking about? Why is that a positive? Why is that a privilege? Why is that a privilege for them that they date people outside of the race more? I mean, I don't think anyone should care who anyone dates. But why is that a privilege? Unless you think that there's some sort of race hierarchy. Why would that be a privilege? You can't. Anyone can date whoever the hell they want. What I have my friends are in interracial mar- like relationships because I have the people in Toronto a thing. The last two chicks I dated weren't white for you know over for over two years or whatever. That's just kind of what it looks like when you live in a society where everyone's all different colors. You, you also can do that. I I you know so I was I was that's I was in. Interracial relationships the other way where I was white dating someone that wasn't, they have the privilege. Do they have a privilege to date me? I mean, I think so boys, 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 but you know what I mean? You go to, you didn't say to me, I go, you go, I have the privilege to date outside the race where they don't have it. Or you say, just saying, are you just saying it's a privilege for the guy and they don't have it? And you're like, they did. So was it a privilege for them? Should I be showing this to my girl and be like, just so you know, you have a, you had the privilege of dating outside your race. Shut up, shut the hell up. I'm getting sassy. I can't go any through any more of this because it's driving me nuts. But this is why the boys movement is growing and the boys movement's a multicultural movement. I people have no clue what people actually think. The amount of messages I get from people being like, yeah, dude, white people say this shit to me all the time and I hate it. And this is what I've started doing because, again, these people just love meddling. I've talked about it. They're like the Middle East, or they're like the United States with the Middle East. They say, We're going to go over there. We know what we want to look like. We're going to go put this guy in charge and this guy in charge and this guy in charge. And they always just make it messier. So these people say, We're going to solve, we're going to appoint ourselves the person to solve all these problems. These are our list of problems. We're going to fix them all. What are you going to do? Just muck around with this. You need to apologize for this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And you always make it worse. And then people. And then people leave your movement and then you yell at them and you go, oh, these black guys aren't uh, liking our woke shit. Like they they just don't get it. And you go, no, no, no. They get it quite fine. They're human beings that like understand the same way that lots of women were like, this feminism stuff's out of control. Tons of them. So I get that just as much. So you go, why why do you think feminists are leaving that stuff? Black dudes are leaving them and then girls go, why are all these people leaving movements that are actually helping them? Cuz you're not helping them. That's the reason. You're helping yourself. And what I've liked to do lately, and because this whole movement from the start, all of this stuff is about making you defend your beliefs, you know? So they want you on the defensive. But I've I've kind of, you know, in my comedy, I've I've in stand up, I think I designed my stand up a long time in a way that makes them, do I don't say my things like, I know everyone thinks this is, but this is what I think. I just say, this is what I think. And you can argue with me, but I'm not starting from a place of arguing with you. I'm just saying what I think as the way I would talk to my friends, not the way I would talk to my enemies. And one of the things I think that is in your personal life, one of the ways to like combat this, for example, I'll just give you like one example. And there's, there's a lots of different ways to do it, but I think this is the best one. Like, if someone's really into this woke stuff, right, and it's like a white person, you go, yeah, but you just, you don't really get it, because you just only hang out with white people or whatever, so you probably only been around white people, and you might not know it that much, right, you say something like that, like, really get on their skin, and then they'll go, no, I don't hang out with white people, I have this, I go, whoa, 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 I don't, yeah, okay, fine, you have black friends, I don't need you, like, bet, telling me how many black friends you have, this guy's like, you know, this guy's, like, going on, a, about to list off his black friends, and he's like, well, you talk, and you go, D- dude, whatever, and that's that's what they try to do to you. They try to say something derogatory to you, and then when you defend yourself, they may try to say you're crazy for defending yourself. Like, look at this guy. A racist would say that. So you say that to them. You go, you know what I mean? You kind of say, yeah, but you only, you only know white people, so you, that's why you kind of think this. And then they'll go on a, what? I do, do that. And then when they say that, you go, take take it easy, dude. I don't care. So th- I, I, that's just like one example. But that is the kind of energy that I think is needed in your personal lives to combat people that are like this in my opinion and you can take that or leave it (laughs) maybe I'm maybe that's like you're like yeah it works for you because you're a little shit disturber or something like that but they'll tell you that you don't understand their arguments and you go no, no, dude, I understand your argument plenty well. Yeah, I understand the mainstream ideology that is shoved down my face ten uh, every second of every day in every movie. Yeah, I get it. You don't understand what I think, and you don't understand my legitimate problems with your, like, authoritarian regime of telling people what to do. The Boys cast, please support patreon.com slash the boys cast. Now we got a lot of Patreon. So we're actually partying over there. I just did another, uh, a lot of people told me they like kind of like the inside stuff, but I didn't want to just do another full podcast on this. So me and Danny Polshuk, uh did a podcast talking about a lot of the other stuff that happened on the Patreon this week. And I'm going to be doing a lot of cool stuff. Also because the Patreon's grown now, when I only had a few people on the Patreon, it seems insane to ask someone to come do an interview on the Patreon. And you uh, And you're like, how many people listen? You're like, three it's like it's crazy so i think now i have enough people that when people come you know i I can get people to do interviews there and maybe i'll even like throw people money to get them to to do stuff there so i think that uh that's one of the reasons why that's popping off buy my shirts a lot of things been popping off but i'll tell you what has not been popping off is the merch my boy johnny makes the merch and you know we've sold some shirts but like everything else has kind of like been growing pretty fast and the merch merch is looking like a ghost town over there over you know we sell like a few a week or whatever but i was like i kind of i thought these shirts were sick i'm wearing mine everywhere but i don't know oh I've, a lot of the patreons that get because if, you, if you're a patreon uh patron you can get merch for half price or, or the cost of what we pay for it too so that's another benefit over there we're with the benefits are coming we're getting it going and then on top of that YouTube.com slash Ryan long comedy. I think I got another cool banger of a uh, video coming out this week. Every Monday morning videos come out at nine 30 or 10, uh, depending on, I don't know how I feel. And then on top of that, thank you for everyone's support. Of the voice cast. Thank you all the new listeners. And thank you for defending me when people are yelling at me online. I do appreciate that. Cause I'd like to have at least another year of making videos. I was, I'd like to have at least, you know, I'd like to make another 50 videos before they make me disappear. So if I can get another good year before they make me disappear off the face of the earth, that would be good because that's 50 more videos. That's a pretty good body of work, you know? People are paying attention. If I can make 50 50 more bangers, that'd be nice, right? I'd like that. And I'm going to not take jobs, too. I keep getting offered stuff right now, and I go, nah, I'm making content for the dogs. So thank you, guys. I'm Ryan Long, Boys Cast. Peace.